Welcome to Trading Places. I am Jericho, and this week I saw Collater. And I'm Kieran, and I saw all beauty, all that beauty for the new year. Happy New Year, Jericho. Happy New Year to you, Kieran. And lucky you, you got the beauty, and I got clattered around. Um, uh, that's probably probably about right. Yeah. Uh, so far, so far, the first time I think it was you that mentioned how we always tend to do things are like other their their sort of pre-existing things, their sequels, or their franchises, or their based on homeless man's lives. Does tend to be, yeah. Seems to be the natural progression of things at the minute. Yeah, whereas Collateral Beauty is our first original, I think. Ooh, exciting times. Um, new you... year, new start. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, was it was it based on a novel? Uh, not that I could, not that I could make sense of. Nothing in the, nothing in the credits suggested so. No. Yeah, I don't think it. I don't think it was. Wow, an original screenplay. Um, woof. And wasn't who, it original? <laughs> who knew those <laughs> things existed? Um, so I suppose the main baggage that I'm bringing to this is probably an abiding hatred of Will Smith. You hate him? Why? why? <laughs> It's 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 a bit like it's uh it's a sort of like it, it's it's that old thing of the opposite of love isn't hate it's indifference kind of thing where I I hate Will Smith because I used to like him and I hate what he's become like Men in Black fantastic but he's just like it was sort of when he had kids and oh now, did that ruin it did it all start with the pursuit of happiness was that you and that's was yeah, that you that, off that I could I may Smith. well have been yeah. able to pinpoint it to that exact film. Uh, Actually, you could be right, and this certainly had its echoes. Yeah, I would say it was, it's the same mold. Yeah, like and because Pursuit of Happiness was his first kind of Oscar bait as well, wasn't it? Yeah, like, my hatred yeah. of him is twinfold. It's like one, your kids are obnoxious, and two, you keep like crying out for an Oscar instead of focusing on like doing Men in Black, sort of being a good action hero type of thing. Because that's him. I haven't seen Ali. But, no, neither have I, but I certainly don't think he's getting an Oscar for this one. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's put it that way. Well, you've preempted one of my questions, which was, would you give him an Oscar? Hell no. <laughs> um, I don't. I, I certainly don't have the hatred that you do, or the indifference, uh, but I've, I'm always... I can go for a wee bit of Will Smith. I certainly don't mind him. Okay, uh, that's interesting. But he is, uh, he, is, he is getting on a bit, I noticed. Yeah. Yeah, I would, I would say so. Yeah, um, I think... Old Will. I'm tempted to give an, an Oscar purely to shut him up. Like, we've shut up Leonardo DiCaprio and that kind of thing. So do you think if he gets one for maybe this, he'll just stop making them? Well, it's it's twofold, isn't it? If he if we give him for this, maybe he'll stop and he'll do, like, Men in Black 4. But if we give him to this, it might also encourage him. But anyway, I suppose we we haven't... Uh, we, we're getting too sidetracked here. And we haven't also suggested for anybody who's joining us for the first time what the hell we're doing. Hello, and <laughs> welcome to Will Smith Cast, a podcast <laughs> in which we uh, discuss our love of the actor and musician Willard Smith. No, this is Trading Places, where one of us sees one half of a film and then the other person sees the second half of the film and then we get together and we try to work out where all went wrong or where all went right. So in this instance, I saw the first half of the 2016... Oh, it came out in... No, 2015. 16. Yeah, you're right in one way, but so wrong in another. The 2016 release, Collateral Beauty. Who directed this? 
I, I did I, catch I, the name, but I, I forgot, forgot to look. Yeah, yeah, no, whatever. Yeah. Um, but I suppose we will leap into it now. The film started with the BBFC certificate, which warned us that the film has a bereavement theme. Which <laughs> don't laugh, Kieran. Did it not warn you about b- bereavement hallucinations? Did no. it not warn you about hello, that? Hello, hello. Oh, okay, um, let's a... put a cork in that for now. Okay, um, we'll come back to that. Uh, one. Yeah, um, I didn't warn you, Kieran. Did you know there was going to be bereavement involved in this? I knew almost nothing about this going into it. I was like, when we pinned it down again, like like the other ones, I was just like, I'm gonna know as little about it as possible. So yeah. no, all I knew was. Will Smith and an all-star cast. Because I singled this film out because I saw the trailer and I was like, I hate this film. <laughs> I, like, this might be the most obnoxious film Will Smith has ever made and that is, that is saying some, something. And on um, the first half alone, would you, would you still go along with that? It's his most obnoxious film? Uh, I don't know. I'll, 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 I don't want to spoil it for you, so we'll, we'll, we'll put, put, we'll put get a there. pin we'll in that. We'll cross that now. bridge when we come to um, it. So I, because I was so set on hating this film, I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to stand this. This is going to drive me insane. Um, I was pleasantly surprised when it starts with a sort of nice, nice score, like a sort of nice, nice sort of electric kind of good music to begin with, and a sort of icy like Warner Brothers logo, and like they've done that thing where they mess about with all the, uh, all the logos all the usual fanfare, yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh okay, this is interesting. Because it's coming sort of, out at Christmas, put yeah. a bit of ice on there, put some <laughs> snow in the film. That's that's Christmassy enough, yeah, right? We can put this out at Christmas. A fairy light that's in the background. It's, it's either like, a Christmas film that we might put out for an Oscar, but probably not. So let's just make it a Christmas. Film. <laughs> we don't want to bill it exclusively as a Christmas film. Mm. We don't want to commit. We'll double we'll double head it, yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. exactly. Uh-huh. When they hedge our bets. So, so high uh, hopes from the start. Well, no, it was more no. like mitigated, like, oh, you know, maybe this isn't so bad okay. because I haven't immediately hated this. Like, it hasn't started with Will Smith crashing his car because he's watching a woman breastfeed. I was about to say, echoes of, <laughs> echoes of Emily's experiences with Bad Santa too. Um, so, no, it lured me in a little bit. And then uh, they zoom out, so everything's sort of icy and white, and then you see that these are just sort of like... It's one of these kind of things where it's like panning around with extreme close-ups on on things like oh what's this and it pans out and you see they're dominoes kieran they're oh dominoes, they're fucking, yeah oh, they're oh, white man. dominoes and they're arranged in a circle uh, so yeah, yeah in a way if you hit one domino then all of them fall down <laughs> and it's like well there you go you had me for all of like 10 seconds <laughs> and then you hit me in the face with your metaphor of like okay i get it if that's all this film has to tell me i'm off now so you wanted to leave that soon uh, no, I didn't quite want to leave. I just had a spike of anger with like, what a stupid metaphor. We're all dominoes and we're in a circle. Yes, we get it. We get it. We're all the dominoes, Jericho. Yeah. We're all the dominoes. <laughs> Welcome to Domino Cast. Sponsor this week, Domino's Pizza. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure do love that Domino's. Um, yeah, the second, when I can't get a pizza bagel, the next best thing is, is just Domino's a Bagel pi- Pizza. Where, oh, right, they switch yeah, it around. Yeah, they oh. put little bagels on a pizza. It's oh, delicious. Man. I think they're... Um, I think our sponsors are in competition with each other. There's, there's going to be a, a war of the sponsors coming up quite soon. And I don't know how we're going to be able to control it. Whoever wins, we win, I guess. We win, because uh, they take us on. Alien, uh, uh, they give us all their money and all their pizzas or bagels. Yeah, yeah. Probably not. Um, we're sponsored by neither. Just <laughs> yet, yet. Oh, uh, there's time yet. Yep. Um, 
uh, I mean, we could get we could get sponsored by Will Smith because his company in this he runs like an advertising an advertising company. Did you know that? I'm Is glad you I'm glad you put that out because I was like, what is this agency he works for? Yeah, Who I the figured, hell is I figured this? you might not. There know were no answers to that in the second half. It was not clear at all. So the film starts with Edward Norton introducing him, and he goes like, "Oh, hey, uh, welcome to the uh, the poet philosopher of product, the the guru of." gadvertising or like he, he has loads of like alliterative things he says about Will Smith it's like Will Smith and Will Smith does this Will Smith, thing that's it. Like... welcome to the stage everyone Will Smith <laughs> put a great twist on that one <laughs> um, it's a bit like a sort of like Apple Steve Jobs kind of twist on yeah. uh, on Mad Men where like it's a new sort of tech kind of advertising and Will Smith comes to the stage and delivers this empowering speech where he says what is your why? Why do you do the things you do? Why do you come here to work? Obviously, because we pay you. But why do you come really? It's because we connect with people. Uh, we're here to connect. Life is about people. Everything can be reduced to three things. Love, time, and death. It's something like we're... Uh, oh, wow, we're, not, not getting specific there. <laughs> we're, we're scared of death, we never have enough time, and we love things. We so, love things. Yeah, um, <laughs> something like that. So, Kieran, I'll ask you, oh, what is your why? What's my why? Yeah. The why... I, I've always thought about the why for this podcast. Uh, that's, that, that's my why. Why do we do this? And I, I still don't know. Will Smith might have led us on a journey. I, he might, maybe he's talking gonna, about the podcast. This yeah. is the last ever episode of this podcast. <laughs> Will Smith is, well, it, it, it might be. But we do this podcast because <laughs> we love it. It takes a lot of time. time. Yeah. And one day we'll die. We, and we'll yeah, live and, on through the podcast. Uh-huh. What, we're going to do the podcast from from death? No, from, no, from I think we'll just live. We'll, we'll, we'll live on. Like the, the, the aliens from Interstellar, spoilers for Interstellar. <laughs> Will will uh, or like AI, you know the the, the spoilers for AI, the things which find uh, Haley Joel Osment at the bottom of the sea. They'll be listening to our podcast, being like, I have no idea what well, color nice beauty is. There's a there's a record of us once we're gone. So that's that's our why we're leaving behind our legacy. I think so. With this yeah. almighty podcast. I think so. Yeah. Um. So hello, hello, aliens, hello. Or super evolved humans. That's that's the language. Rude. I know that was that was quite You take that back. I'm sorry. Um, Apologies. Um, I have written down that there is repetition. I don't entirely know why. I don't know what the instance of repetition was, but I think Will Smith repeats things a lot in his speech, and the film already was as like, okay, it's hit me over the head. And then just as I was writing repetition, we get the dominoes again. Oh my because now. God. They were just sort of like abstract before, whereas now they're actually like all over Will Smith's desk. And I was like, okay, yeah, we get it. Does he like spill the dominoes on his desk or something? What are they doing on his desk? They're all set up. Uh And then, oh yeah, this is a flash forward. So he's done his speech and it's like three years later, he's setting up loads of dominoes all over the table and uh, he knocks them down. It's like, okay, we get it. And there's like some Sam Smith, there's some mopey kind of like sad music playing. And his staff, who are Edward Norton, Kate Winslet, and uh, Michael, Michael Pena, Pena. Yep. Um, Michael Pena. Uh, they're all watching him, and they say, oh, how long did this one take? Five days. This was my first thought, was the cast are sort of like talking to each other, delivering an exposition about like, oh, his kids died, and da-da-da. My first thought was early on, I was like, this could be so much worse without this cast. Yeah, oh, I can... Yeah, because yeah, I do like a bit of Michael Pena. He's, I think yeah. he's done some good stuff. 
And certainly Ed, Ed Norton, although I think he looked pretty bored this time around. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely. But he's, I feel like that, now that he's working with Les Anderson a lot, I feel like we're seeing a transformation in, in Edward Norton. Where yeah, he's, he's doing a bit. well with himself there, yeah. And I don't know, he seems a bit more sort of like laid back. He's like not the sort of twitchy neurotic that he was in Fight Club. Uh, mm-hmm. I think he's more of a sort of like bored, droll, dry kind of figure. Um, but yeah, he looked really bored. He didn't want to um, be. I think it was a it was a paycheck for Ed Norton. I, I was thinking it's like this must be like a studio strategy where it's like okay, we're gonna win Willie Boy an Oscar, but we're gonna prop him up with like the best acting talent that we can <laughs> find. So we've got Edward Norton, we've got uh, Kate Winslet, we've got Michael Pena, Pena we've got Kira Helen Mirren. Yeah, because uh, I was like, I mean, oh, who's not in this film? Was I'm Tom Hanks in there somewhere? Oh, are you not? I, I, I don't Tom know. Tom Hanks. Hanks well, it's set in New York, so I think in the background you can <laughs> see him. You can see him. <laughs> 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 just land in the water. There's no comment about it, but it happens. It's in the film because we are all connected. Yeah. Well, I. I and mean, all sp- films ever are connected. <laughs> <laughs> well, we spoke about this before off, off mic. But uh, yeah, you were saying about how Tom Hanks should become the official actor of uh, of Trading Places, mm. and I was saying how I think that Will Smith is far more deserving of this title because Tom Hanks does. But I thought you hated him. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> that's, that's, so that's, that's the why. point. That's the point. That's your why. Um, <laughs> there, there's there's a letter here. Yeah, we get what we deserve is a quote from the movie, and I think Trading Places we don't deserve Tom Hanks. No, because Tom no. Hanks is great. Tom Even Hanks when Tom is. Hanks is in Inferno. He's still like sort of He's still doing five right. out of ten. Yeah, yeah. Um, whereas Will Smith, I feel like, is a stinker that we can rely on. Like after our Suicide Squad, I, I like him. I like him. Not oh, not so much on. in Suicide Squad. When was the last good Will Smith movie? Uh, Independence Day movie. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, point taken. <laughs> um, but anyway, so um, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, because he's running this advertising agency. But he's not running it because he's just been moping around for like two years since his kid died. And Kate Winslet is, I think, I don't know her role because Edward Norton's the partner. Will Smith's like the head of the company. And Kate Winslet seems to be playing the same role that she did in Steve Jobs, Mm. where she's following Will Smith around without her sort of like vague Eastern European accent. Um, And she's like, come on, Will, the company is depending on you. Um, (laughs) Oh, no, that's what it is. That's what it is. Um, I think she's lecturing. She's lecturing Edward Norton because he Edward Norton reveals he was partners with Will Smith, but he traded some of his stake because he was getting divorced. I assume you heard about that. Was he was he married to Keira Knightley? No, 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 oh, no, 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 no. Um, he got divorced and he traded his stake in the company to Will Smith because uh, he needed the money to pay for his divorce settlement. So Will Smith now owns the majority of the company and he's not doing anything. So he's going to destroy the company if they don't do something about it. He's, I'm going to take you all down with me, you bastards. That's pretty much it. Will Smith's character, not a good guy. So they're all like, yeah, you need to get this shit sorted. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. So um, Edward Norton hired... They want to prove that he's insane because if they prove he's insane, then they can get the company uh, taken away from that, him. That, right, okay. There we are. There's, there's one answer. Yeah, yeah. so um, Edward Norton uh, has, his, has his PI, Sally Price, who Edward Norton got the divorce because he cheated on his wife. And so um, he says that he can hire this PI and uh, she'll prove that Will Smith's insane right. and then they can get the company taken away from him, they can sell it to someone else and it'll all be fine. Yep. And uh, then uh, Michael Pena says, like, oh, yeah, how do you know Sally Price is any good? And Edward Norton's like, oh, she caught me cheating. And Michael Pena says, Oscar could have caught you cheating. 
Edward Norton says, who's Oscar? Michael Pena says, Oscar's my baby. So Michael Pena's baby is also a PI. Or was that an inside hint from the film? Oscar. Oh, <laughs> fantastic. There's Oscar. Mm, yes, says Will Smith. There isn't an Oscar in this film, but there should be. Um, uh, so that, that was... Shameless, shameless. That was one of my questions was, does Oscar the baby's PI, uh, PI career take off in the second half? I don't think I'm, I saw I'm an Oscar baby. Uh, oh, really? Okay, well, um, so that's another thing. Sally Price, I want to see more of Sally Price. But we don't, unfortunately. And um, yeah, so we get a flashback to Will Smith, and it reveals his kid is a daughter. And I was just like, oh, thank God it's not Jaden, because that's the last. Yeah, I thought he could have shown up. Yeah. <laughs> and he is. Uh, so he Will Smith, I think, is like lying in bed, sweating, remembering this kid, and then uh, we get to see his desk, and he has a copy of a book by Brian Greene, The Hidden Reality, Ooh. which again film clonk hitting you over the head with its uh, the hidden oscar um, uh, <laughs> it might as well have been <laughs> with what's going on here and um, he he write will smith then writes a letter on this desk to death and he sends it and this is one of my favorite yeah, scenes that comes up, yeah. he goes and he posts the letter in the post box and then the pi sally rides up on a rickshaw and takes a picture of the post box on her phone and you don't, this is the first time that you're seeing her. So you're just thinking, why is that weird lady taking a picture of the postbox? And why is she on a rickshaw? But I liked the rickshaw because it was a connection, once again, to bad stuff. I was going to say, maybe she was one of the cherry pop ladies. <laughs> Potential spin off here, Sally and the cherry oh pop my God. ladies. Uh, it's because we're all connected. Exactly, yeah. And Sally all films and ever are connected. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, so she meets the three and she steals his mail. So she actually gets the letters because Sally. Uh, says that she's got like oh I've got like a key cut for the US mailbox there's like an $800 fine if I get caught but I'm not going to get caught yeah she uh, she steals the mail and reads them all all these letters does she ever start filming them no 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 she okay. doesn't she doesn't even take a picture of him I don't think she oh, just right. takes a picture of the mailbox that he dumped his stuff in uh, did they dump Sally cuz I'm not sh- well, Sally comes back once more, but her her arc is kind of resolved in my half. So yeah, maybe... I was I think it was just a case of me like maybe just not paying attention to the film as usual. <laughs> but I was like, I'm pretty sure I didn't see any Sally in this film, so there we go. Quite possibly, Will Smith then rides his bike into traffic. Um, he's like riding his bike into oncoming traffic, sort of like doing a serious actor grimace. Oh, um, well, for an old guy, you can shoot. He sure hops on that bike quite a bit. Um, he's 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 just skitting about in New York City on this bike like like he's 20 years old again <laughs> um, sadly not sadly not Will which I think is again Will Smith's sort of like self-destructive thing in this film he's Howard I guess I'll call him Howard Howard's self-destructive thing where he's intent on killing himself in like a really sort of like dangerous way where he's like yeah I want to kill myself I'm possibly the person that will swerve to avoid killing me like I'm going to destroy my company make everyone unemployed and I'm going to kill myself in the most showy, dangerous manner possible. Like, if I could take a load of people down with me, more is the better. A psycho. He's a psychopath. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then uh, Ed Norton has a relationship with his daughter. He gets her Hamilton tickets, but she doesn't want to go see Hamilton. Hamilton, with, Hamilton yeah. Academicals. <laughs> yeah. The, they get, the Scottish football team. For, uh, uh, Hamilton yeah. versus Rangers. And she's like, Dad... You know I'm a Celtic fan. Uh, but if you've done this, and that, that's it, the relationship was ruined forever. Yeah, uh, that was 
That was a no-no. And then she walks off down the road singing sectarian songs. (laughs) Um, Singing the rep tunes. Yeah. She then says to Edward Norton, I hate you. You're a philanthropist. I hate you. You're a Rangers fan. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, A family torn apart. Yeah, she says, I hate you. You're a philanthropist. Which, again, another connection to Bad Santa. Mm -hmm. And he says... I think you mean a philanderer. <laughs> and she says, well, you would know. Um, which, again, I like. I was laughing at this. Because you see, as soon as she says philanthropist, you see it sort of like ticking behind Edward Norton's face where he's like, yeah. you're gonna, he's going to correct her. <laughs> and he's, he's quite funny. I was like, I, there is a movie going on here that I want to watch with Ed Norton, I think. But, um, but sadly not the one we got, so yeah. where, where, where are we up to now? Again, unfortunately, <laughs> you get what you deserve. Uh, Kate Winslet yeah. is browsing sperm donors at work, so we know that's her arc. Edward Norton is doing an ad for and then he follows Kate, uh, Kate, no, Keira Knightley, who's an actress, and that was when it twigged for me, like, oh, this is all a trick, because I thought the film was like some sort of magical realism nonsense where these people were actually the personifications of death or so on. But the film really got me when it revealed that like they're just paid actors that his friends are getting to manipulate him wait so hold on what you don't know that no i i did think that (laughs) i didn't see it so no (laughs) i did think that i i did wonder if this might be a thing that would that would throw you but i was like no it'll it'll become obvious even if you don't um so the three people helen mirren kira knightley and time are just like two-bit actors who Edward Norton wanders into their theatre and sees them rehearsing for a play and he's like hey, will you help me manipulate my friend into losing his mind? Um, you you can't listener, you can't see me pointing at my notes but I'm definitely getting onto something here yeah, um, and so that I, was the first scene that I walked into was they're rehearsing for something, I was like, what the fuck's going on? okay, my <laughs> question my question here isn't so much a question about the film but you can answer it at the end, which is would you do this for twenty thousand dollars? Oh yeah, I'll do it. Okay, <laughs> yeah. So, because um, it's like Inception, basically. Like they have this conversation about like what they're expected to do, but they're basically expected to like incept some catharsis into Will Smith's life. Like, <laughs> like it's part like part. So acting, is this part... is this another ploy to get him out of the company, or is this a ploy to try and help him? Uh, that's a good point. They never really. I think. <laughs> It's meant to be... It's meant to help him, I think. Like, I think it's meant to be help closure. get the hell out of the company. Uh, well, <laughs> I think it's meant to be closure, where they're meant to help him resolve all these things about, like, him writing the letters. But they have just, like... The whole plot of, like, we're going to catch him being insane and prove that he's lost his mind, that's not really, really resolved. So I think more likely... Ah, uh, not resolved for just, you. Is there just going to make him you. lose his mind? <laughs> So Helen Mirren, who I like in this, wants to set up the rules of the theatrical device. Uh, and she says, like, so I guess only Howard sees us. And uh, they're like, yeah, yeah. And then she's like, oh, but what if I want to go to a bar and order a drink? And then, oh, that Kate Winslet says that. And then one of them's like, oh, yeah, what if Howard goes clubbing? You think Howard's going to take them clubbing? And Helen Mirren goes, no. Like, so we're seeing by whoever wants to see us. This is getting a bit Truman Show, actually. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's that's why I... I but like, a bit of a messy Truman Show, it that, sounds like. To, to, <laughs> spoil your, to spoil your question, 
I did not hate this film nearly as much as I wanted to because I expected mm. like sort of saccharine, magical, realist nonsense. But what instead I caught was like a really dark story about these people paying actors to. You got the you got the interesting laugh because I got the saccharine, sweet, everything's connected bullshit. That's that was. I didn't get half. any of that. Oh, I could see this. the seeds of it, but I didn't get any. I just got the dark stuff. Oh um, why? So Will Smith rides his bike, listening to a sad song again. Oh, Michael yeah. Pena coughs, which I have like oh, so he's dying. Um, yep, I cough. The, that means you're dying. Yep, yep. Uh-huh. movie language for you're dying. <laughs> um, so you get a little scene where they all meet up with their like partner, like Will Smith's friends, and their like actor meet up, and they plan what they're gonna do. Edward Norton talks to Kira Knightley, and I immediately know he's falling in love with her. But since you think he might be getting divorced from her, that probably doesn't work out too mm-hmm. well. And then oh, there's a good conversation where like Will Smith talks to Helen Mirren. And then the PI walks past with a kid and the kid goes, Mummy, who's that man talking to? And she's like, no one. Um, so this, I don't does know. That, the first half sounds fucking brilliant. I wish yeah, I'd seen it. Yeah. Uh, uh. Um, so I don't know if the PI, if this is included within her rate and they're just using her again <laughs> to try and sell this trick. That's overtime. She's, um, she's working overtime. Yeah. And then, so Helen Mirren does her little bit where they just have the one conversation with Will Smith and that's it. But Helen Mirren is really getting off on it. Like she's like a sort of like actress, sort of older actress. You can tell like she hasn't had the success that she's wanted in life. So she's like, this is the greatest thing ever. I really connected with like <laughs> Estella Adler, Stanislavski. That was some real stuff going on there. That was fantastic. And I was like, does no one in this movie have sort of any moral compass whatsoever? Like you're messing with a man who's yeah, in a you're pretty dark fucking place. Up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Helen Mirren then, uh, like, she wants to take over. She says to Michael Pena, like, oh, hey, like, uh, I think, like, I need to go back there and talk to him again. Maybe I should play all the parts, which I was thinking I wouldn't complain if you want to go ahead. <laughs> um, Michael Pena then coughs again. And Helen Mirren oh, goes, oh, you're dying. Like, yep, I'm dying. Like, yep, there we go. Yep. Nailed it. Yep. Uh, Will Smith rides his bike again. I think, oh, I have written here, yeah. Um, damn, this movie is actually working on me. Like the bit with Michael Pena dying, he just speaks about how he wants to provide for Oscar the baby and he wants to see Oscar the baby grow up and so on. And I was feeling some form of emotion that wasn't god this is tedious um no the um, first half sounds great fuck that i got a shit um, off so i uh he said then says like my affairs are not in order that's why i hired you spending twenty thousand dollars on some like harebrained scheme to make his friend <laughs> lose his mind like spending twenty thousand dollars when like he might have nothing when this company if this plan doesn't work so like give the twenty thousand dollars for the baby um, we then get to see Time's conversation with Will Smith. Time doesn't really do as well as Helen Mirren. He knocks down loads of dominoes. And uh, Kate Winslet, the conscience of the film, says, this is the worst thing I've ever done. <laughs> and that was when I had to leave. Ah. Um, so, so you spoiled your last line already? No, no. <laughs> no? Like, that's not oh, the last line. She says, like, <laughs> oh, this is the worst thing I've ever done. And then Time's like... That was pretty good fun, and they sort of have like a bit of a conversation. But oh, but a prophetic have, comment from Kate Winslet. Yeah, yeah. So that was that was where I left, and well, I could kind of yeah. tell it was maybe going to go downhill, but I was still oh, like, it's enjoying fucking myself. Bloody so, well dead, man. Anyway, anyway, give us your three main questions if you've got them. Um, my three main questions. We'll, we'll answer those in the next half. Um, my three main questions 
uh, you've told me what your why is. Um, you've told me that Oscar the baby isn't in the second half. So, uh, so that can, uh, there are no questions. So <laughs> my, uh, my only question that I have is uh, to me. is then would you have done that for twenty thousand dollars? I feel like it's an indecent proposal kind of thing. I think I did. But you said you, yeah. you, you said yeah on the spot that you mm. would do it. So oh, I have okay. no questions. No questions. Well, anyway, join us for more in the second half and more prophetic comments from the actors making meta comments on their own positions within this film. Welcome to the second half of the podcast, where Kieran will now be recapping what went on after I left. Yep, all that beauty contained in the second <laughs> half of this episode. Uh, so, where did we start here? We started off, we're back in the group meeting with uh, all the actors and the actresses, mm-hmm. uh, Helen Mirren and all, all the gang. Uh, discussing. Uh, it was hard to get a grip on what was going on, because obviously I didn't get the first half. But that's the point, yeah. I guess, of this whole goddamn thing. So I was like, okay, there's actors, but then the next time I saw this group of people, was they were in, an, they're in the agency, and I'm like what's going on? Are they working in the agency but they're part-time actors? Uh, it was, it was oh, really hard okay, to figure yeah. that one out yeah. to be quite honest. It, it, hit me, it hit me for a dozen, if that's, that's not even a phrase. But I'm Could gonna, be now. I'm going to put it out there. Okay, do you want to convert into the alien's language so you can use it? <laughs> there you go. There we are. Hit me uh. for a dozen is... You just heard it right there. there Calling <laughs> in new languages. Trading places is... Going places. Yeah. Maybe we should have done Arrival after all. Oh, yeah. No, it's, it's too good. <laughs> it's too good. Anyway, um, we get the next bit where Will Smith's talking with his ex-wife. Oh, I did have a question about what happened to the wife because you assume it's like sort of like death of child relationship dissolves. But they I did wonder about meet up wife. again. Yeah. Uh, and Will Smith, they, they kind of have quite a long kind of conversation over a few scenes. And Will Smith's like, "Oh, I I don't sleep anymore, and I get bereavement hallucinations." He and doesn't. That's, well, that's the oh, he, thing. that's his daydream. He has a sweaty dream with his daughter playing on a roundabout. <laughs> Do you want to rephrase that? Um, so that's what I was telling you about when he's like he's lying in bed with sort of cold sweats, grimacing, and he's imagining like his daughter spinning around on a roundabout. Okay, right. Uh, it sounds a bit dodgy, but never mind. Uh, I thought the bereavement hallucinations were something to do with like the fact that the whole thing, like he's talking to people, but they oh, the actors. Yeah, that's so what... I think. I'm putting it together, okay, piecing it. Okay, I think that's, that's what, they, what he means by the bereavement hallucinations. That's what they are, because no one else can see them. Okay. Yeah. So then they're having coffee. Uh, them, uh, him and his ex-wife. Yeah. Uh, I can't. Even, I didn't even get her name. I thought she was called Olivia, but their daughter was called Olivia. Could be the same name. It, maybe it is. So let's just call her Olivia, Olivia Junior. Olivia, Olivia and Olivia Junior, or Olivia. Olivia the dead one, I guess. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe the mother changed her name to Olivia in tribute to the daughter. Or in utter. Utter despair and grief, or maybe yeah. this was like since we know that Will Smith is a bit of a rube and everyone's trying to pull one over on him maybe the mother like tried to become Olivia where she was like I'll just change my name to Olivia I can pretend I'll, I'll tell Will Smith he's been in a coma and that his daughter's just grown up <laughs> everyone's everyone in this film is just out to get each other they're like oh we're all connected we all love each other actually no everyone fucking hates each other and they're trying to screw everyone screw, screw everyone over yeah. apart from Matt Norton he's a good he, well he cheated on his wife but apart from that he's trying to atone what a stand up guy he, yeah. his mum has dementia or something but he looks after her Oh, nice. Yeah. Good guy. All around good guy, Ed Norton. Good guy, Ed Norton. He'll... Except when he's killing black people in American History X. <laughs> and Not, interfering... That's, that's, a, that's bad guy, Norton. Uh, yeah, and interfering with your movie, like American History X, <laughs> and uh, being his character from Birdman. 
Uh, I imagine that's probably why he's so relaxed in this one, is because he's just like, there's no save in this movie, so I'll just... No, so I'll just, I'll just kind of stumble through Hands it. off, just let it go, just yep. let this crash. Yeah, there we are. Uh, so in the coffee, we get the whole... We get the flashback, we get a few dominoes again. Uh-huh. We get the collateral beauty thing, and this is where it's like explaining, this is why we call the film Collateral Beauty. Oh, because that's meaningless anyway. I'm guessing they don't justify it. It's like... No, not really, because the flashback... It's the beauty of knowing that things are temporary. Yeah, this yeah. kind of prof- profound... Connect- that's what Collateral Beauty translates as, basically, to put it all to rest, a profound connection to everything. That is what, yeah. for the film, the title means. It basically says it right to your face. It says it in the opening <laughs> shot. Like, I was right. I could have walked out having seen the opening shot of all the dominoes in a circle, because that's essentially there the film. Yeah, but I, th- I thought, actually, the profound connection to everything was more the fact that they're simply just connected by the fact that they all have Apple Macs. Every single character in this film has fucking Apple Mac. Yeah, and so do you, Jericho. We're recording on it right now. That's because I tried to get into this film. <laughs> I was hoping that me and Tom Hanks, me and Tom Hanks were sitting in well, the, Tom in Hanks the, in the, in the corridor waiting. Not on screen, though. No, <laughs> it is. It's like, you know in Cloverfield where you see the monster just drop into the ocean in the back of one of the oh, scenes? Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that, that happens in this. You missed it. It's in the second half. Sully just lands the plane on the Hudson. Yeah, but you don't actually see him do it, do you? Yep. You see a plane and you assume Sully's inside. <laughs> but Tom Hanks told me he didn't get the part. We He consoled me while we were both sobbing. That oh. Well, anyway, at the end of the day, we're all connected to everything and who the hell needs the tree of life to tell us any different? So, uh, <laughs> as, as we said, Ed Norton looks particularly bored and I wasn't sure, you could probably tell me now, what is he actually trying to persuade Kira Knightley to do? Trick Will Smith. Right, that's it, okay. Um, she doesn't, she's she doesn't having look, trouble so, writing her part. Oh, Will Smith, so has she got a moral compass? I think Somewhat, maybe. maybe. I don't know. So if if, if Good Guy com- Norton is so good, why is he trying to convince her to do this bad thing? Oh, I don't know. Good Guy Norton is maybe a good guy in general, but he has no qualms about messing with Will Smith. Mm. We can probably arrange people on an ethical spectrum where Helen Mirren is no doubt the worst because she just <laughs> revels in messing with Will Smith's life. <laughs> uh, Kate Winslet is maybe the best because she says, like, oh, this is the worst thing I've ever done. Edward Norton is maybe just sort of like a Hannibal Lecter, sort of like agent of chaos type character. It's just like, yeah. He's or maybe push he's a utilitarian. He's like, uh-huh. I have to destroy Will Smith's life for the greater good because it'll save good. the company. All these people will lose their lives <laughs> if not if I don't. Uh, I think he's still doing it for himself. I think he's kind of ambivalent guy Norton. Yeah, maybe. I'm, I'm putting him down the middle, I, I would say, from the back of this. Michael Peña cares about Oscar the baby, so we know at least that he's not entirely uh, yeah. selfish. He really needs to get that cough, um, he, he needs to get that cough looked at, though. Like, <laughs> it could be something quite serious. Does like, he die? Does Michael Peña die? You don't see him die, but it's pretty much he, he dies. Yeah. Yeah. Because oh. it ends without him. Like You know he's going to die, but it's not a big dramatic death scene. Yeah, you get to see him say goodbye to Oscar the baby. He says goodbye to his wife. He's like, oh, by the way, I'm ill. She's like, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> it could not come soon enough. No, could not. Um, his wife is just so tired of him. Yep. Yeah. Oh, fuck, fuck for that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we, we see more of uh, Will Smith hopping on bikes like the young 20-year-old that he is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is, is the this, point... Like, you were complaining about this being product placement for Max. I think this could be more product placement for, for the bicycle. Oh, does, well, it might not be the same bicycle. Have they got the thing like in New York? Have they got the thing with Glasgow where you get like the, the Boris people? Bikes. The people make Glasgow bikes. They ride this bike in yeah. the oncoming traffic. Maybe they've got that. In the, I'm sure they have something like that in New York. So yeah, I uh, think I think you're probably onto something there. No, maybe it's maybe it's a new Apple bike. You see his bike in his. You see his bike in his flat. Do you see the make of it? 
Yeah, no. no. It's a red thing, I think. Maybe. Oh, it's a red. It's an advertisement for red bikes. Yeah. Buy <laughs> <laughs> the that. Collateral Beauty Bike. Uh, <laughs> available in all good bike stores. This episode sponsored by the Collateral Beauty Bike. Glad to have them on board. Yeah. Uh, they're a real pleasure to work with. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, this is the point where I was like, this is the joy of this podcast. Because yeah. at this point, this random character we've never seen, Will Smith's riding his bike, a random character we've never seen, um, comes up he's, he's on his skateboard and then he like hangs onto the back of Will Smith's bike uh-huh. like skating along and then Will Smith's like what what are you doing what are you doing and it, I thought it was maybe his son or something like this but I've got no idea who it was and then eventually he gets off and he knocks him Will Smith knocks the young guy at the floor throws his skateboard away and starts going oh you're you're Your messing time. with my life and all, all the rest or something like this yeah. And but then I'm thinking this is real he must be an actor of some description yeah, yes, yes. I've, I've joined so it together it's now because at the end, because at the end, Kate Winslet gives him twenty grand. Yeah, and I'm like, why is Kate Winslet yeah. giving this random guy I've only seen once before twenty grand? He was one of the actors. Well, the deal is that you're only meant to speak to him once, but times one didn't seem to go that well, no. so he obviously wants to She kept coming back for more. But so yeah, you're calling me the racist, and you see a black guy hanging onto the back of Will Smith's. But I, I don't know. If I, I, I don't know if it I, must be his son. I don't know if I stated this race, Jericho. No, that's what I'm saying, because I knew who it was. <laughs> right. Well, you were just seeing a black guy, so you're like, what, what's this? Must be his son, I imagine. No, I was like, that's, I was thinking that's the joy of the podcast, because, like, this could just the be a random... The joy of the podcast is racism? Well, Jericho, if there's anything that, that we've learned so far from you, it must be. <laughs> the, the dear listeners, the dear aliens have learned a lot from me, and it's all good things about how we're all dominoes together, and dominoes know neither colour nor creed. Good guy, Jericho Reed. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so I, the, the point was, I, I'm liking this because we've never seen this character before, uh-huh. so there could be any... You can read anything you want into this situation yeah. because you've just come into the film halfway. You don't know who these characters are, so you 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 start thinking crazy thoughts. Crazy, crazy thoughts. And, I was, <laughs> and so that's why I thought he was like trying to probably kill him or something. I was like, what, who, who, why, why is he trying to kill him? But all revealed, all revealed, all worked out. He's an actor, he gets paid off. We maybe should have done this the other way around, where you told the second half first, and then I <laughs> build the first half around. Cause... Maybe we can experiment with that one day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but then, soon after, we're, we're getting a, a pretty closer to the end there. Uh, then, uh, as we're getting there, that's it revealed that he wasn't actually talking to anyone. Mm-hmm. And I got that sense, I was getting a wee brief sense of that when he's talking to Helen Mirren on the subway, and I'm like... Mm, this kind of seems like because they're they're kind of shouting at each other a wee bit and yeah. no one else is paying any attention. Oh, so he to sees Helen Mirren again. Yeah. Oh, so she breaks the rules. I knew. She uh, I knew oh, she'd want a little bit more. dastardly Helen Mirren. Maybe she's going up for an Oscar as well again. Um, <laughs> um, well, that was that was my thing. Was as like the plan is so stupid because as like I know well I know New York big population everything but it's like what is to stop Will Smith from just seeing Helen Mirren on the subway? And just be like, oh hey, death! That lady that helped me get over the death of my daughter, um, like, because you just know, or he'd be like going to like a Broadway show when he's loving his life and just be like, oh hang on, wait, death is an actress. That's a bit weird. Hmm, um, it must be a sign, you know. Yeah, um, but I it's, I, it's Brechtian. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> death, death breaks all the walls basically. At the end of the day. Uh, so that's that. Anyway, that's. As we're getting to the end, that's where we get the reveal mm-hmm. that they've all been setting them up. So, and this is why I was asking if you got any sense that they were filming Will Smith. No. Because it turns out that they were. Oh, so that wow. scene with the bike, 
at the start oh, that I was just talking about. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. It turns out they were filming them this whole time. So, but, but like, have they superimposed these people out? Because what they what they show Will Smith, they sit him down and go, "Okay, who are you talking to here with the bike and the skateboard?" <sighs> and he's basically shouting at no one. Oh, no. And and this footage that someone's recorded, and you don't know who's recorded well, it. Well, Helen Mirren was wearing a green morph suit when she spoke to Will Smith on the park bench, so okay. pro- pro- probably fairly easy just to chroma key her out. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but no, oh Jesus, this film is just so on, much more then, complicated than I thought it would be. Ah, uh-huh, and like, unnecessarily so. Like, uh. yeah, there is no way I can see this film ending, which isn't Will Smith just like he was depressed before. There's no way I can see this ending, which isn't him hating all his friends and just kill himself probably <laughs> he, well, no he doesn't he doesn't yeah no I'll, I'll tell you exactly what happens uh, yeah. basically him and his wife come to some semi sort of agreement they she, he, he kind of gets over the death somewhat like he walks in on her on Christmas Eve as you do because obviously we want to release this film at Christmas again street so. cat named Bob remember he wants to go and spend Christmas with Hillary and his dad but they say no Oh, not welcome. No, not welcome. But <laughs> but his ex-wife does take him out of this one, yeah, so we'll get. Because he didn't cheat on her, so. Yeah, uh, they only split up because of a death. Yeah. But maybe they cheat. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> so he invites you. You never find out how the daughter dies, do you? Uh, yeah, you do. Uh-huh. You do. Uh, it was a rare form of brain cancer. Okay. Uh, yeah. and we know this because she repeats. She says it to him, and because like she's like. I want you to repeat exactly what I'm saying, and he's like, I can't, I can't do that, I can't do that. And then she puts on home video footage of her daughter, mm-hmm. and he's like, Oh, I can't do it anymore. And then he starts. Oh, is that the Oscar scene? That's the Oscar that's scene. The, yeah. And then he starts repeating, uh, My daughter was Olivia. She had a rare form of brain cancer. It was, when he gives the name of it, GBM or something. Yeah. Okay. And so he keeps repeating that, and that's that's the big Oscar scene right there, or yeah. the wannabe Oscar scene. It could see you see it works both ways. It's either the Oscar scene or it's the Christmas scene. It yeah. can be either. <laughs> so if, on if they go, oh no, we were never going to put this out for Oscars, then it's the Christmas scene. Yeah. But if they put it out for Oscars, they go, that's here's the Oscar your, scene. Here's yeah, your scene. Exactly. Yeah. The, there are shades of Shutter Island to this, isn't there? There are a wee bit, yeah. Uh-huh. Like, I'm just imagining he's going to relapse at the end and be like, <laughs> my daughter is living in a cloud. Keira Knightley <laughs> told me that love is all around us. Uh-huh. Uh, but, uh, well, it is, I guess, because as I said, they, they walk off, they, they, the final shot of the film is them in Central Park. Uh, him and his ex-wife walking off hand in hand as if they might get back together but maybe so, who knows so he never finds out that his friends were tricking him yeah he does because okay. they, as I said the agency set him down in front of the videos but I thought you said they'd taken themselves out of the videos yeah they take some of them out like they oh, it's, it's <laughs> exactly they take Helen Mirren out they take the the guy with the, the bike and the skateboard out and there's, Jaden there's, is it, his name's Jaden is it Jaden no no, I wish it was. Let's just call him Jason. They take yeah, we'll Jason out, Jane, yeah. and there's one more to take out. But when he's talking with Keira Knightley, no, okay. when he's t- when he's talking with them, you don't see it. It's only certain scenes. It's yeah. Oof. It's this is this is part of the failing of seeing half of a film. I think this, this might kind of be stuff. the least satisfactory episode we've done because I still don't feel like I really know what went on. Uh, that's, that must be a failing on my part. Yeah. Well, I'm because st- it seems like the first half was so. A bit more edgier, and then the it second was, half, yeah. the second half felt like it just kind of copped out a wee bit. Because there's yeah, mm-hmm. the first half was edgy, but I knew from the trailer that's not what this film is. So mm-hmm. there was obviously no way they could reconcile this in the second half. Like you can't have your protagonist friends trying to drive him insane, and then somehow win it back to like, <laughs> oh, you know, it was just what he needed. Uh-huh. Exactly. Um, yeah, because they get him at the end of the day. He's like, all right, I've. I've been having this grief, and he does sign off 
from the agency basically okay yeah. at the end so they get what they want i knew there would be two options it's like either he has to sign off or he'll just have some new brain wave of like hey this advertising agency you know what in this day and age advertising needs to be more personal we're gonna abandon advertising and we'll just hire actors to follow people around <laughs> and convince them that reality is an illusion and they'll die if they don't buy the new iphone <laughs> or the new Apple Mac, which yeah. everybody seems to have. Yeah, I meant I meant iMac headphone, <laughs> but hasn't worked on me. The only other wee bit I've not mentioned towards the end here is Ed, Ed Norton's sort of resolution with his daughter. Yeah, and because do they go no, see Hamilton? No, but at no other point in the film had I seen his daughter, so I was like Ed Norton's just stalking random, random random young girls. Yeah, well, there's a, he tries to talk to his daughter, and the daughter is like going on about like her stepdad, like Benny or something. And the, like, you know, the, what are they called? The sort of, like, doormen that you get at all these big... uh, Yeah. He's standing really close to them. So I thought that Benny, Edward Norton's ex-wife's new man, was a doorman. Because the daughter's like, oh, I wanted to to text you. Mum's had to call. Benny had to say in person. And the guy's just standing right beside her the whole time. And she's like, oh, I've already seen Hamilton. I went with Benny. And then Edward Norton looks at the doorman and says, like, hey, do you mind giving us some space? But I thought it was going to reveal, like, mm-hmm. that was Benny. Right. Um, well, well Benny, just, Benny's like... not a doorman. He's just a security guard at Hamilton Academical. <laughs> that's why. That's why he said, I went to see Hamilton. Because he's like, know. I took her to Hamilton. Aren't I such a great guy? <laughs> no, you're just a security guard. And you probably smuggled her in to come and see Hamilton. I wish I knew any Hamilton players, but I... <laughs> Crawford, Ali Crawford. I don't know. Uh, is that the one that plays for we're, we're, a Crawford, Robbie Crawford. We're doing a real niche here, aren't we? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Goodbye, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> Whee! We miss you. The aliens are turning off, being like, nope, sorry. Well, anyway, that's, uh, I, I think I've pretty much covered as much of the plot as I can, or as much as I can attempt to without having yeah. seen the first half, which really leads me to question why? What is, what? I, I think I've changed my why, what my why is. Yeah, and, and you've lost your why. I've lost my why. Yeah, I can't even find it anymore. Why, why, why? So anyway, let's let's come back in just a wee few minutes where we'll play first line, last line, or it's just last line, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> let's let's it's up in the air. Let's call it first line, last line. There we go. Okay, welcome back. We're here for last line, first line, first line, last line, 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 first, last, last, um, first, last. Well, it's my fault, So, the last line I heard was from dear old beloved nation's sweetheart, national treasure, Kate Winslet, who was talking to Time, and she said, this is absurd. Well, that's particularly interesting, because the first person that I heard was Ed Norton say, you don't have to sexualise her. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, what's your interpretation of that? How do you join them two together? My interpretation is probably that there was some orgy going on. Because <laughs> we know that... That's what Edward, they were doing. Yeah, they we weren't know. meeting up as actors. It was just a big sex party. Yeah. we. It's it's a big, sort of, like, demographically diverse sex party with, like, <laughs> Keira Knightley, young woman, uh, young black guy, old white lady. Yep, we've got everything here. Everybody wants but a piece of it, yeah. We know that Edward Norton... Obviously had the hots for Keira Knightley, love mm. because I think he might even suggest that she plays love, and we know that uh, Kate Winslet was wanting to conceive, mm. so and we know that Michael Pena was going to die, so he's yeah. like, fuck it, yeah, might exactly. as well, yeah. yeah. So I think there was a big, 
big orgy and Kate Winslet was looking at this as being like quite a sort of like cold, methodical Big Lebowski, like, I was just helping her conceive, man. She's my lady friend. <laughs> uh, she was looking at it quite sort of cold and methodically. Um, but was it somehow a ploy? Was it still a ploy to get Will Smith out of out of the agency? No, they just didn't want to invite him. That was, oh, right, that they were just doing it behind his back. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was that was the whole thing. Because um, I think I think it would be a bit insensitive to offer to some guy to some grieving guy. Oh, hey, go over your grief. Come and have a huge <laughs> sex orgy with us all. No, it just happened <laughs> in his office, surrounded by dominoes. Well, <laughs> office dominoes. He just um, he just walks in. Everyone's having an orgy around him, and he just he he can't. He's so oblivious. That he he just walks right through it. He can't believe it. Yeah. So Kate Winslet was just like. Look, I just, I, I, I just, I just want to conceive. Do we really need to have an orgy? And then she says, "This is absurd." Edward Norton and Michael Pena are like, "No, come on, just go with it." And well, Ed Norton's one that says you don't need to sexualize it. Yeah, this is this is afterwards where like Kate wins it. It's like, "Yep, I've got my baby. I'm gonna name him Oscar." And Michael Pena's like got all these feelings and is like making it sort of really like sort of personal. And, and he everything. sneezes and everybody shits himself. <laughs> um, <laughs> and Edward Norton says to him, like, Luke, you don't have to sexualize it. We're just We've already he'll, done he'll, enough he'll of give that. some yeah. speech about how like, oh you know, we're all just like flesh and blood. Do you and know bodies, what it is? Aren't we? So don't don't look too much. Do you know what it is? Because in an orgy <laughs> everyone is connected. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That's the movie. Yep. There we're we like go. Dominoes. There we go. We're all like dominoes. Mystery solved. We're all we're all shagging dominoes, <laughs> and 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 that's us. We're all connected all the time, and I'm I'm not even gonna try not to mention human centipede, but never mind. <laughs> I've done it now. Fuck it. That's how we're that's how we're ending this podcast. I really we're going hope there's no more human centipedes movies because we'll probably end up having to see them for this, won't we? Oh fuck. Oh, yeah, probably. That's the, that's the kind of thing we would do for for this podcast. Yeah. We would do a human centipede. Ugh. Ugh. No, I don't think there is anymore. Thanks uh, to Bagel Mania, because I did actually have a pizza bagel today. No joking aside. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Jericho's writing a wee message here and I, on, and his, on his own be, hand. It was and meant I can't to be more work. conspicuous. <laughs> um, I was going to suggest that uh, Kieran thank the uh, podcast Worst Idea of All Time who gave us ah, a shout Ah, okay, out. yeah. Thank you anyway, yeah, Worst Idea of All Time to Tim Batt and Gam Montgomery who gave us a wee shout out on their podcast. If you found us through that, um, I hope that you've got this far um, and I hope you enjoyed us. It, us. I, hope you, us. I hope you enjoyed us. I hope you enjoyed us. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know if you enjoyed it. If you found us through part of being an uh, alien race that are thousands of years evolved and beyond humans, then thank you for that. And uh, why not like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash tradeplacepod. Follow us at Twitter at tradeplacepod. And you can now send us emails at tradeplacepod at gmail.com or leave us a review on Alien iTunes. Um, or you mean alien? I do. Uh, I'm not fluent in alien, so I, oh, I'm getting there. I've been practicing a wee bit. But yeah. um, I can write alien. I just can't mm. speak it. It's oh, the grammar. Yeah, that holds it's, me back. It, it's, it's tricky. Want to get around that one? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so join us next time when we will be watching half of some. To other be film. decided. To be decided. To be decided. To be confirmed. So until then, see you and all the best for 2017. Thank you. Bye. 